Hello, everyone, and welcome to our very first episode of the Sugar Frosted Podcast. We hope everybody has a good time here. We're going to be talking about uh, different things, uh, all about pop culture from the 20th century, mostly, and how it is, um, you know, affected uh, what goes on even today. And to my left is John Perdue. Hey, everybody. How you doing? How you doing, Brian? Good to see you. How are you? Good. Good. I went to Subway today. And the the Northern Kentucky subway is brutal. (laughs) Well, I got a sub, and they asked me, he's like, hey, do you you want that put back in the oven? I was like, wait, what? No. (laughs) Part of the charm of a sandwich is you don't have to cook the bastard. So, just a pet peeve. Good to see you. You too. And also to my left. Scott Biting. Hello. I did not go to Subway. <laughs> no? Nope. Nope. Don't like to eat fresh. <laughs> Ish. So I think we've established everybody is okay. We're here. So uh, so this, um, this episode, we're going to be talking about catchphrases uh, from movies and television from the second half of the 20th century and how those things we are still using. We're still, we're still using a lot of these things. A lot of times we don't even realize we're using them. Don't even realize they're from a TV show or a movie or whatever. Um, and I, you know, I think maybe we should go ahead and get on it. And I'm just going to start off by saying, Hey, Sit on it, you meathead. <laughs> You're throwing a couple in. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> yes. The... So, John, what, what do you? What, why don't you start us off? What do you? What do you got for us? Okay. Well, I just kind of want to go back to like what would be the maybe the earliest catchphrase from movies and television that you can think of going back, you know, fifty or sixty years. You know, you, you think of maybe Casablanca. You know, here's looking at you, kid. That's that's pretty old, right? I mean, that's going back. What is that? 1940 something. 47 or 48, yeah. 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 I remember it like it was yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) So, in that one, we have here's looking at you, kid. Right. We have Louis. This is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Friendship, right. We have. Of all the gin joints in all the world, she had to walk into mine. Walk into mine, and and the the biggest. What is it? Play it again, but not play it again, Sam. Right. Yeah. He never actually says play it again, Sam. Right. What? (laughs) (laughs) You're telling me I've known this wrong. (laughs) It's amazing how things get twisted over time. I mean, you know, you think of people talk about music soothes a savage beast. That's not the phrase. It's music soothes a savage breast. Well, maybe it was changed for a reason. <laughs> I think it, I think somebody was dyslexic. <laughs> what are we soothing? <laughs> I, I, oh man! So what was the phrase in the custom? It was not the the misconception is that he said "play it again, Sam," but that's not what he said. No, uh, the what the 
going off memory for one I remember is he said, play it, Sam. Right. He says, but you said not to play that. He goes, but you played it for you her. You played it for her. You, you can play, play it for me. me. If she can take it, I can. That's what it was, right. So play it again, Sam, was just a, was just a convention that developed later. It's just yeah, sort of evolved it, it, into it, something it, incorrect. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was... Uh, Sort of like uh, inferred, you know. Right. He's played it before, right? So play it again. And his name, Sam. Sam. <laughs> right. right. So you put that together, and then you get played again, Sam, which is not, you know, was never uttered in the movie. No. Scott, what do you got? I'm not allowed to say for legal reasons. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm. Child of the 80s. Well, even from the 80s, I bet you, uh, Star Trek. Look at, I mean, there were a ton of them that came. Live Long and Prosper. Yes. Live Long and Prosper. Beam Me Up. Spud. Although it's always Scotty. Uh, that's not yeah. one. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Beam Me Up, Scotty. It. I mean, it's a catchphrase that has right. gone on forever. Right. But never really said it. Yeah. And it's um, another example of the, you know, and then uh, you know one of one of the be- one of the better ones. I've seen it in all kinds of skits. Damn it, Jim! I'm a doctor. Yes, no. that's right. <laughs> yes. Was that one ever said? He said, "Damn it, Jim! I'm a doctor." A lot. Yeah, he, that, that was, kind of, that was okay. a legit catchphrase, right? Yeah, but it changed a lot. I'm not a plumber. I'm. I'm not. I'm not I can't do your waxing. <laughs> right. Right. I was going to say, I missed that episode. I'm not an engineer. That's the Scottish guy's job. <laughs> right. Who never has enough power for the fucking ship, right? I mean, I'm surprised they got from star to star. Honestly. <laughs> she could never take it. <laughs> oh, she could take it. <laughs> they just didn't have anybody that could give it to her. And uh, you did warp speed uh, exist before? the term warp speed. Right. Did it exist before Star Trek? Right. Yeah, you, th- I, you I, think. I mean, there are a lot of, you know, sci-fi conventions that developed from Star Trek, obviously, that sort of, you know, went into, you know, other things. And then there's, you know, the, all the spinoffs. I mean, you think about later, later in the 20th century, you think of, like, late 90s, you know, the whole uh, Make It So with uh, Patrick Stewart. With mm-hmm. Picard, oh, yeah. yeah. You know. Make it so number one. <laughs> number one, make it number two. Make it number... Yeah. Unfortunately, now, when I think of Patrick Stewart, I think of American Dad, but that's it's not really my fault. <laughs> it's it's American Dad's fault. <laughs> it is. Seth MacFarlane's fault. And uh, to boldly go where no man has gone before. Right. I mean, there were a lot in Star Trek. Right. Yeah. And it, was, it spawned a bunch, and... They kind of kept going, you know, through the whole franchise. You know, you, you think of all the movies and the, you know, the, the the series. There's been at least seven or eight series now at this point. With I, I have so. no And I idea. cannot keep up with them. I uh, think there was, like, Star Trek The New Class. Yeah. <laughs> there's Star Trek Des Moines. <laughs> yeah. The Real Housewives of Star Trek. Exactly. <laughs> so what else you got, John? Well, I mean, thinking back uh, to to more of the '70s, and you think about, uh, you know, you go back to Happy Days, 
Oh, jeez. You know, the, it seems like that spawned you know, up your nose with a rubber hose. No, that was Welcome Back, Cotter. Oh, indeed it was. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, who who won Welcome Back, Cotter? Was that, was that Barbarino? That was Barbarino. Okay. What's and see, up, the thing with Travolta, yeah, you, you know, just just an aside here. With, with Travolta, I know he's this... He's this renowned actor, and, and, you know, to me, he was always Vinnie Barbarino in all of his movies, you know? <laughs> I saw the guy he was. Weird. <laughs> I'm like this angel, but I'm really Vinnie Barbarino, <laughs> you know? Oh, man. It's a broken arrow, you know? It's like, <laughs> he, it's like he had no, you know, it, it's kind of like Christian Slater had the whole, you know, the Sinatra thing. I'm Christian Slater. Oh yeah, yeah he was sort Broken of arrow. Yeah, that's right. That's probably what made me think of that. Right? Yeah. Uh, Christian Slater was sort of. He had like this Jack Nicholson. <laughs> that's what it was. Jack Nicholson, not Frank Sinatra. I was a off. Yeah. 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 It was more of a Jack Nicholson. He's trying to be Jack Nicholson. <laughs> Being a the punch witch version. Yeah. yeah. That's right. And his, he even his, did the eyebrow thing. That's right. Like Jack. Yeah, and his six-year career. You know, <laughs> but if you've seen Heathers, he was pretty good at mm. Heathers. <laughs> and I was just getting ready to say that. <laughs> yeah. Heathers was, was fucking movie. amazing. <laughs> I've never heard of this. Oh, my God. <laughs> One of my favorite movies yeah. ever. Neither. Heathers, my favorite line in that was when the bully had the dude, and he's got his, his arm behind his back, and he's like, okay, okay. Say you like to suck big dicks. He's like, okay. You like to suck big dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I probably rewound the VCR at least ten times because it was just. I don't know that catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> that catchphrase really didn't catch on. No. Thank God. At, at least at my house. <laughs> Well, yeah, That's my to, high school mantra. Yeah, you didn't get a college where I did. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> hey, speaking of catchphrases, oh, that's from late, 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 late 20th century, obviously. You're talking about Seinfeld. Oh, and holy shit. How often do you hear that now? You know, not that there's anything wrong with that. That's where that, you know, it spawned from, you know, Seinfeld. I mean, they came up with not necessarily a lot of catchphrases, but a lot of you know, the Although thing, the shrinkage and shrinkage, you know, yeah. spongeworthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's saying, what's the deal with? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I, um, no, I did. And even though there may not have been a ton of catchphrases from Seinfeld, I would say it certainly, it, it had a huge impact uh, pop culturally. Right. Uh, I mean, Holy shit! I think we're still feeling the Seinfeld uh, the, the ramifications, the yes, yeah, repercussions that, of Seinfeld. Uh, it, it, I mean, it went on from that, you know, Larry David, you know, you could curb your enthusiasm. It, it, it changed. Always sunny in Philadelphia. It, it changed the sitcom. Absolutely. You think of Arrested Development, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Curb Your Enthusiasm, all from that Seinfeld. Yes. You know, genealogy. Oh, absolutely. So, you know. Um, and then you talk about movies. You know, fertile ground for catchphrases. Now, so I got a question for you. Annoying or not annoying? <laughs> annoying. <laughs> I will throw out a catchphrase. I don't know what you're saying. I but... will throw out a catchphrase from a movie. And you'll tell me if it's annoying or not annoying. All right. Show me the money. 
annoying <laughs> as fuck. Oh my god. So why do you think why do you think that resonated with so many people? I they wanted the money shown. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I think part of it is just Cuba Gooding Jr.'s performance mm-hmm. making him say that over and over. Right. I, I think, I don't know. I, 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 think I just it's think it's probably part of that era where, you know, everybody, it was, you know, it was kind of an offshoot of the, you know, the 80s was this very materialistic sort of greed-fueled, you know, free-for-all, and it kind of carried over into the 90s. Yes. And it was like, you know, people resonated. You know, you show me the money. You know, I want to see the money. I'm worthy of, you know... But oh, he also just, repeated it how many times? Yeah. Oh, and now I think that's what made it annoying. get it emphasized in there. Right. Yeah, and, and they knew it, what they were doing. And, and from just, that same movie, you had me at hello. Oh yeah. Which oh. and now now that becomes anything. You had me at ham sandwich. Or, you, exactly. Yeah. I, I you mean, had me at wait, fill wait, in the blank. You don't have a ham sandwich. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You would, I don't. You went to Subway. <laughs> I just, I, I just, uh, and they threatened to cook my sandwich. Yeah, so. uh, yeah, yeah. I don't want no warm ham sandwich. That's <laughs> yeah, gross. If I went to cook it, I'd fucking make a steak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's well, the, what's the one about the brain weighing six and a half pounds or whatever the fuck? It was. Oh yeah, what yeah, yeah, with the <laughs> creepy kid. Yes. What do you? What's that? The human the, brain weigh or the human head weighs? I don't know. Jonathan oh. Lipnitsky. Yes. <laughs> I've been following his career. <laughs> That's why I was able to pull that out of my ass. <laughs> Jeez. Arcane. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that, that movie did. And you know what? The movie wasn't that good. I mean, everybody's got their opinion. I mean, it, it had Tom Cruise, Ray Zellweger, Cuba Gooding Jr. It was just kind of a... It was a rom-com that... It went all bro, you know. It was like a bro, like a rom com that bros could take their. So it was a bromance. It's like a bro com. I just can't believe that you went through the cast and didn't say Jonathan Lipnitsky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's got his face on his shirt. I thought we fucking established this. <laughs> so what other? What other? Uh, you got another annoying one? Okay. Okay. How about annoying or not annoying? Um, da, da, da. apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say annoying. <laughs> well, when we do this episode for the third time, <laughs> we'll have to have a list. <laughs> All right, now I got a couple from um, horror movies that we still use. Um, how about it's alive. It's alive! Alive! Yeah. alive! I mean, I've seen that on commercials. Right. Um, then we have... Uh, Put the candle back. Why <laughs> <laughs> not a catchphrase, per se? Now listen very carefully. <laughs> Don't put the candle back. <laughs> That whatever caught on. <laughs> Depends on what yeah. you're into. So from from horror movies, like was now am I mixing this up with horror movies or laughing when I say we have made ways of making you talk? <laughs> oh, I think that was just a lot like, of uh, World War Two movies. Okay, it's 
like a general like a general catchphrase that never really Yeah, I mean, you know, during the the fifties and sixties there were about a billion World War Two movies. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's funny that there's never any there weren't any really other than Bond, James Bond, there weren't any catchphrases from Bond movies. Except a martini. Oh that, of course Shake, shake it, or not, 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 not stirred. Stirred. Is my saying that right? Stirred. Now I'm thinking of Roger from American Dad again, of course, but <laughs> stirred. So yeah, he Yeah, um, I mean and then there were a zillion Bond movies. Yeah, there were there were like well, twenty three, but who's counting? It's <laughs> close I know to a guy. zillion, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like uh what do you expect me to do? Do you expect me to get out of this? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, although, you know, the, uh, not a catchphrase, but the villain stroking a cat. Oh, yes, Blofeld, yes. Yeah, I mean. Stroking the cat. That, that uh, yeah. sort of. That kind of resonates on a subconscious level, I think. Yes. Stroking a pussy. <laughs> So to speak, with a you know to use the and was, that was uh, Donald Pleasance, wasn't it? Yes, this ab- yeah. absolutely, yep. And he died by later by getting dumped into a smokestack from a <laughs> helicopter, which is pretty cool. <laughs> and later killed Michael Myers. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> Oh, wait, he was an actor, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not really Blofeld. <laughs> Stavros Blofeld or whatever. Because I was pissed at him. Yeah. Why is this guy so consistently evil? But, but uh, oh, another one from, uh, not not really a horror movie, but a fucking thriller and a half uh, from Marathon Man. Oh, is yeah. Is it safe? Yeah, 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 Holy yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> I, and, uh, I, I mean, I've seen that. And a lot of different things over the years. But, God damn, that that scene freaks me out every time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, I, I, I mean, anybody that's had a toothache. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, holy fuck. I, I mean, uh, that it, it, it makes my skin crawl every time I see that. Uh... So I got another annoying or not annoying. Okay. How about I'll be back? In every, uh, you know what? In the movie, it's fine, but if anybody else fucking says it, yes, I want to kick him in the nards. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you come back, you're having a limp. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't say that when I was going to go use the restroom. <laughs> so yeah, that that's the that's the rare catchphrase that carries over from movie to movie. Yes. You know, everything you think about Schwarzenegger, every movie that he's made. Not, not, I mean, not Kindergarten Cop. Maybe Kindergarten Cop. I don't remember. Kindergarten probably. Cop. <laughs> it's not a Tuma. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> it's There's not a Tuma. It's not a Tuma. <laughs> he seems to have, it's like written to his contract. I need the God's phrase. <laughs> <laughs> Which is his catchphrase. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, uh, going back to uh, horror movies, which 
if anybody listens to more than one episode of this, you'll find that I always go back to horror movies. <laughs> yes. We are aware of your affinity for horror movies. <laughs> well, now that Gilbert Gottfried is dead, I yes. have, you know, I've... God love him. Fill issues on that. Uh, I definitely one of the uh, one of the horror kids that he monster kids that uh, monster he, kids. That's right. He, talks he would about. refer to monster kids. Oh right. yeah, with it's a whole thing. Yeah, him and um, the, his his love of Lon Chaney Jr. and <laughs> that whole you know. <laughs> but um, about even a man who is pure of heart and says his yeah. prayers at night. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't know that one. Are you serious? I've seen that in a, several different movies. Yeah, I don't I don't know that one. Even a man who is pure of heart and says his prayers at night and became a wolf. When the wolf bane blooms and the autumn moon is bright. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's uh, John Keats. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I only know... Was Which it? is, of course, from Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, now, I, I, I'm going Batman. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Oh, that's a that's a good one. I, yeah, and that's what that's uh, mid '80s, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. Is that the, is that the Michael Keaton one? It is. Yes. Yeah. And from that same one, I'm Batman. Yeah. Yes. I mean. Yes. Everybody was saying I'm, that. Yep. Yeah, that is, that one's kind of stuck around. Or, or, yeah. Where does he get those wonderful toys? Yeah, that's another one. <laughs> yes. the Jack Nicholson's Joker character, right? Yes. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Nicholson it, did a great Joker. It, it's Jack Nicholson being Jack Nicholson. It is. And yeah. I love it. Oh, speaking of Jack Nicholson, you can't handle the truth. Oh, oh my. Annoying or not, I'm going to say Annoying. Yeah. That, annoying. Yes. Every in the movie not. in the world. Yes. Pulls that one out. Yeah, usually drunk in a bar. Yes. when they're when they're trying to make their point <laughs> about some QAnon mess. JFK is coming back this weekend. Or they're trying to talk about interest rates in the real estate market. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. I don't fucking want to know the truth. I have a house. <laughs> Yeah, that that Feel Good Men was an outstanding movie, obviously, but you know it generated, you know, probably the I would say the biggest catchphrase of the last twenty years of the twentieth century. I mean, honestly, was there a bigger catchphrase than "You can't handle the truth"? Is it because Tom I mean, Cruise is in it too? <laughs> Possibly. I mean, that probably. You know, I, I, I mean, Top Gun. Yeah. There was oh Top Gun. I have the need. need the need for speed. speed. That got annoying too. I, that's that going to be on my annoying really system. Annoying. Yeah. My wife uh, uh, could not believe it. I have never seen Top Gun. <laughs> oh my God. I was not a big Tom Cruise guy. Yeah. And uh, you're, I was like, you're missing out on all the homosexual volleyball shirtless I, I like parts. With Val Kilmer. And again, you know, you know, Iceman likes Val Kilmer, right? Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying you're missing out in it. <laughs> I, no, I, I didn't see that one, and I didn't see the one where he was a race car driver that came out like the week oh, later. Oh, the Ricky Bobby? <laughs> no, wait, that was... That, was no, that motherfucker was funny. <laughs> I mean, if you're not first, you're last. Shake and bake. Shake and bake! It's <laughs> like Walk Hard. Is that the sequel to... Walk hard. That was uh, John C. Riley. That was John C. Riley. Yes. Dewey, Dewey, the Dewey, Dewey Cox, Cox story. Yep. 
sidewalk hard. I gotta say, don't do I'm it, not, I am not a John C. Riley fan. I'm, I can't. I don't know. I mean, that weird thing he did on Adult Swim was kind of oddly amusing. Where he was Dr. Oh, where he was Dr. Dr. Professor. (laughs) (laughs) Which uh, has become a modern... This wasn't the name of it. (laughs) It's so strange. (laughs) See, I I love John C. Riley. I mean, he was Wreck-It Ralph, too, right? Wasn't he? And I don't watch Disney movies. He's actually got a decent singing voice, too. (laughs) Really? Yes. I'm always surprised to hear that. Kind of like John Goodman. I'm always surprised to hear that John Goodman was on Broadway. Yeah. As a oh, singer. yeah. Yeah. Because uh, he, he, he was in, um, honestly, I don't I could, but I know that he sang a song by, uh, shit, what's that guy? Oh, hell. Uh, he was, dang me, and dang me, dang me, they want to take a rope and hang me. Gilbert O'Sullivan. That is not Gilbert O'Sullivan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I I don't I don't know this one. But uh, but anyway, yeah, because I, I I saw a tribute to the the guy that wrote the song, and Goodman was singing what he sang on Broadway. And I was like, holy shit! Yeah. I mean, he wasn't a blockbuster hit. It, Blues Brothers two thousand. Oh, oh my! I mean, God. how many catchphrases came? None. Yeah, there was none. Speaking of Blues Brothers two thousand, I had a, a friend in college who. I swear to God, he he's the biggest 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 Blues Brothers fan, and I'm I'm kind of I can take or leave the Blues Brothers. I'm not going to go around talking about it's 106 miles to Chicago. Yeah, we're on, on a mission from God. We're on a mission from God. Yeah, but he was all excited about Blues Brothers 2000. He got the cassette, you know, and he was he literally took the thing. He hated it. Like after forty-five seconds, I can, yanked that I can out of his why. tape deck in his Cutlass Supreme, threw it out of his window, and ran over. It. <laughs> he was so insulted that they would sully the good franchise of the Blues Brothers. It was terrible. I I, I sat through like ten minutes of it because it was on uh, cable or something, and holy shit! I think I may have seen it in the theaters. <laughs> That that might be a rumor. I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh man, that was truly awful. So, what's the best movie you've ever seen in a theater? I don't know. For me, being of a certain yeah. age, I would say the first Back to the Future. Okay, that was a good one. Yeah. Now, I do remember, and it wasn't the best movie I ever saw in a theater, but. God damn! At the time, you know, twelve years old and Sinbad in the Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> Holy shit! I mean, it, it, <laughs> we should say Debbie does Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> no, but wrong but, theater. I, I don't know if you. It's uh, <laughs> like a taxi I, driver. Type you know, thing. for me, I I love the old uh, Harryhausen stuff. Mm. Uh, the, that animation and uh, God, that movie blew me away. Yeah, certain things just translate better on the big screen, and you just can't replicate it. Yeah, see, with with me, I think the one that made the most impact for me, since I'm younger, was Jurassic Park. I can totally see that. You know what? I I was 13, 14, and just seeing that on the big screen, and that one really stuck with me. 
Yes, 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 yes. Life, life, life. And, and, and. Life. <laughs> but, but, life finds a way. <laughs> Apartments.com. <laughs> Find your apartment. Find Shout your out room. to my wife. Big fan of Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, uh, on movies, how about Wizard of Oz? Yeah. Were there any catchphrases that came out of that? Uh, Toto 2. What? No pl- we're off to see the wizard? Yeah, no place like home? Follow the yellow brick road. I'm melting. Um, I'm melting. I don't... Here's the probably the, the... Yeah, that's a good one. And probably the most famous one is I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. Oh. You know, from the Wizard of Oz. And and I, I admit, I saw the Wizard of Oz late in my life. Like, I, really? I never saw it as a kid. Like yesterday? Oh, it's more like last week. But oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know, I was maybe 30, 35 when I saw The Wizard of Oz. And, you know, because I'd heard it was such an iconic movie. And I, you know, it's like, you know, I, I'm not that interested in it because I felt like I've already seen it from people talking about it. It's right. that's, the, that's the whole, you know, the yin and the yang of the catchphrase. It's like you, by the time, you know, certain movies... It's like if you haven't seen it and you've heard enough catchphrases, it's like I don't fucking want to see it now because right. it's too it's too trite, too cliche. It's too cliche. Yeah, yeah and then, but I you know it's like okay, I need to see with the Wizard of Oz because it's this iconic movie and it was it was well done and obviously you know forty or fifty years ahead of its time because what else you know nineteen thirty nine yeah nineteen thirty nine what else was being they made a fucking twister yeah <laughs> Jesus Christ wasn't that the first movie to actually go to color. If I'm not... I think I saw it in color. I don't know if it had a... Because it would mean starting off in sepia tone and then going to color? Yeah. Yeah, I would I would say that's probably true. It wasn't the first movie. I mean, movie. I, I yeah, might be totally making up that fact. I don't know. Um, well, I don't think anybody... I'm not I, a I movieologist. A, I don't think a director had a need to go from uh, a sepia to Technicolor before that movie. Right. You know, it, it kind of drove, drove it home that, you know... Home sucks. Because <laughs> yeah. it's in black yeah. and white. <laughs> See, n- another catchphrase from there. I'll get you, my pretty. Oh, oh absolutely. Yes. And your and little, your dog, little too. dog, too. Yep. That's right. Yep. Everybody says that one still. So, yeah, it looks like the Wizard of Oz is the king of catchphrases. Yeah, and that's going back almost 100 years now, right? I mean, <laughs> 85 years. Yeah, yeah you know, Holy it's a long shit. time ago. You know. Along with the uh, witch on the bike. That music. That's right. Everybody, everybody knows that. And the Munchkins, or the oh or the, yeah, uh, uh, the lollipop, the Munchkins, the, the lollipop guild, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the angry kicking and the yeah, <laughs> yeah. They just seem pissed off. Yeah, because they're midgets working in Hollywood. They were ill-treated. You know how that goes. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Did they get half? Okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, I should mention, in you know, full disclosure here. I'm I'm four seven. <laughs> in heels, <laughs> which he's no. wearing now. I'm five three. <laughs> so yeah, I, 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 I can commiserate with the plight you're of the taller midget. sitting down. Yeah. Well, evidently there was a, a, a from. It was a book or a movie under the rainbow about the <laughs> production. Like the, yeah. uh, <laughs> production. <laughs> Evidently, <laughs> the the actors that were the Munchkins 
were a bunch of drunken motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> right. you, would, you would have to be. You would have yeah. to be work under those conditions. Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, there was some producer going, yeah, see, you're going to walk over there, see, and you're going to stay out of sight, see. Well, and you got to figure, you know, you're doing color in 1939, so you and as bright of color, because it was Technicolor, so... The lights were probably a thousand degrees. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> LEDs. Right? <laughs> I, and it, it, I mean, it had to have been terrible. Yeah, but they're further away because they were shorter. Well, so it wasn't true. as bad. Well, the Earth reflects so much heat, they probably took a lot from that too. Uh, yes. <laughs> See, now, now I'm just thinking, because well, it was Judy Garland, right? Yes. Yes. Now I'm thinking the adult version would be Booty Garland. <laughs> Sorry. Uh-huh. Oh, I know. I know. I would like to thank our former guest host. <laughs> Damn it! Half an episode in. Damn it. That sounds like an outstanding name for a porn star. Though. I know, right? Booty Garland. Booty I mean, Garland. Kind of goes along with Wendy Whoppers or See? Lethal Weapons. <laughs> now... Catchphrase. Cherry Poppins. That's my favorite of all time. But I digress. We're not talking about porn stars here. We're talking about catchphrases. Now, can we go back to... um, Porn stars? Horror movies. Oh, horror movies. Okay. Horror. 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 Let's talk about the who is... Get your stinking paws off of me, you damn dirty apes. (laughs) And, of course, the... The Family Guy version, where Peter is captured by a bunch of apes, like how many stinking dirty apes does it take? <laughs> We've lost them. <laughs> Just Google it. If you see Planet of the Apes, you'll laugh. I think he's hyperventilating over here. And also from that same movie, you maniacs, you blew it up. I don't remember that one. Statue of Liberty. Yeah, I, I, I know it, but I don't read. Oh yeah, that, I don't remember that line. Uh, also from uh, Charlton Heston. Soylent Green. It's people. It's people. <laughs> you know that's an actual Green. drink now, right? <laughs> you know what it is. Soylent Green. It's people. No! <laughs> Should have seen that coming. Damn it. Soylent green. Uh, how about uh, I ate his liver with a nice with a Chianti. Chianti. Oh, oh, Silence of the Lambs. Beans. Oh, speaking of, uh, here's here's one it has nothing to do with Silence of the Lambs. I don't know why it made me think of that. All right. But does it have a lamb in it? No, it does not. Are they silent? There's there's no neural connection I can make in my brain here, but. Another annoying or not, I'm going to go ahead and say annoying. Okay. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, seriously. My, that's another one my wife loves. See, see now, this is once a again, shit show. Once again, family guy. <laughs> You're 43. <laughs> She's 14. <laughs> uh, and, and I might as well get it out of the way. I've never seen Grease. I'm not, not sure once. I've ever seen Grease. I've seen I walked bits and in. Pieces. It's one of my wife's favorites. I walked in at the end and I said, Why is there car flying? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I, uh, yeah, I, I just never. And my and my wife, my wife fucking hates musicals. I, there are some musicals <laughs> I really like. I love The Music Man. Really? I, really, I love Singing in the Rain. This surprises me somewhat. I mean, I really like the. He reenacts it all the time. There's some musicals that I really like. And my wife says she hates musicals except for Grease and Xanadu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Xanadu. <laughs> Which I can attest to, I've never seen. Yeah. <laughs> I just know Scott Olivia New- Newton John. Yes. I can't. And, and John Travolta, I'm sure. No, no. It's just, I think it's her and, and some. Arnold other- Horshack. <laughs> Ron Palillo. <laughs> How does she feel about Grease 2? Electric Boogie. No, I'm there. I got, I got it. it. <laughs> I, I, I was really hoping they were going to start trending that all sequels became Electric Boogie. <laughs> they need to. <laughs> Jurassic Park 2. Electric Boogie. <laughs> See? I think we need a Schindler's redo. List too. <laughs> <laughs> this time the Jews are mad. <laughs> yeah, they're Jews and they're pissed. <laughs> I don't know. Sure I'm not sure we can use this. <laughs> I love Jewish people. Shalom. <laughs> but I, I do, I, I do too. I don't know any of them. I'm, I'm, I'm a chi- Jewish people. I'm an, a ginormous fan of Jews. Uh, <laughs> you can't phrase it like that. What? What? <laughs> I, I, I like Jews. I there, like without Jews, there would not be show business. There would not be comedy. Right? Exactly. Uh, Jesus Christ. Spaceballs. Blazing saddles. Oh, we could do a whole episode I, on Mel Brooks, couldn't we? I've seen everything that Mel Brooks has ever done, and I've watched every biography on him that he's ever made. That okay, what's a, your favorite? That man is a genius. He is an absolute genius. What's your favorite Mel Brooks movie? You know, I would... I, I, I think it depends on the day. Because sometimes it's going to be um, the producers. And sometimes it's going to be... Um, Spaceballs? Blazing spa- Saddles. Blazing Saddles. And... For me, the top three are The Producers, Blazing Saddles, and uh, Young Frankenstein. Oh, Young Frankenstein is that so good. great. I mean... Well, it's going to have... It has to have a big... Uh, well, that goes without saying. <laughs> <laughs> Young Frankenstein was outstanding. For me, the top three Mel Brooks movies would be Blazing Saddles, number one. History of the World. Oh, my God! <laughs> Hand to God, hand to God. <laughs> you, you, you finish your list. Yeah, and and uh, spaceballs. When I was, I I, I did a uh, Universal Studios L.A. tour back seventy nine eighty, and we're we're on the train going through the lot. Mm-hmm. We had to stop because they were filming a scene, and it was the chariot scene while they were filming History of the World Part One. <laughs> New yeah. shit. Ron Carey came over and, and said hi to me. So sweet. He goes, he goes, hey, I'm Ron Carey. You know, little Levitt. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was amazing. Uh, and, and yeah, that movie has <laughs> held a special place in my heart. So, I mean, it's, it's uh, just outstanding. I, I was on set 
with Mel Brooks. I mean, that's... I mean, how cool... Yeah. How Jesus. Cool <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could do, like, you know, you could do a whole podcast just on Mel Brooks movies. Oh, my God. See, I would say my top is probably Robin Hood, Men in Tight. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Once again, came out a little bit, a little bit later. Yes. I'm a little younger, so that was right in my wheel. He That's uses this one. little younger thing a lot, doesn't he? That <laughs> son of a bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a lot younger. Every time he says it, my knee hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's. A it's kind of like how a bell rings. <laughs> and Angel gets his wings. Yeah, or more, I get arthritis in my knee. Speaking of a catchphrase. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> wonderful life. Teacher says. <laughs> Once again, family got your teacher full of crap. <laughs> you two sons of bitches are going to have to start a family guy goddamn podcast. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> Mix it in with American Dad and maybe Rick and Morty. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, um, Mel Brooks, not a lot of catchphrases, I guess, that came from it's, that any that you can I repeat. Mean, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, it's yeah, most I mean, catchphrases from Blazing Saddles. No, 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 no. Talk, talk I mean, about the movie that can't be made now. No, gosh, no. And I was going to say. Movies that can't be made now for $500, Alex. But there's a catchphrase. (laughs) An annoying one at that. Actually, there were probably a few from uh, game shows. Catchphrases? Yeah. Come on down. You're the next contestant on. Right, right. (laughs) And, um, oh, going to the 80s, no whammies. What's no whammies? No whammies. Big money, no whammy? Yeah. What is yeah. that, car sharks? What was that? What, uh, what was, um, oh, I forget the... I, I forget it was... The you, you, you spun it a wheel. A good, it wasn't a good show. No, but you spun <laughs> a wheel, so and bad. if you got uh, this little devil guy... Yeah, big money, big money, whammy, no whammy. whammy. And you lost all your money. <laughs> and my dad would laugh, would laugh hysterically Because I think he had like this high-pitched laugh. It did... So terrible. Oh. So what? What decade are we talking here? Eighties, uh, uh, early eighties, early eighties. Early eighties. Check like the old uh, Convy interwebs before Burke Convy <laughs> and all that. <laughs> yeah, if game shows. They're not what they uh, you know. They're not what they used to be. Obviously, now they're they're prime time contest shows that involve oh. singing and and that kind of. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to sound like an old man shouting in a cloud. It was <laughs> Press Your Luck. Press, Press Your Luck. luck. That's From right. 1983 to 1986. Uh, so it lasted a long time. Was that time. like on the WB or something? Let's <laughs> uh, find out. That was on a network. <laughs> BBS. Uh, it was on CBS and ABC. Oh, damn. So CBS. For three seasons each. Each. So a uh, total of nine seasons. Good math there. Total of six seasons. <laughs> it makes sense if you don't think about it. And, and John is a smart one of us. <laughs> Apparently not. Math is hard. <laughs> How about uh, SNL? How many? Yeah. My favorite all-time catchphrase 
and people ruined it by repeating it over and over again. And I think there's a theme here where... Uh, Are you going to say cowbell? <laughs> Although that's probably more annoying than I'm, the one I was thinking. I was going to say annoying because you see these skits and they're fabulous when you first see them. Well, right? yeah. Like, the you know, the whole little fair with his belly hanging out. Uh, it, Christopher Walk. I mean, it's just a classic skit. Yeah. But then, you know, you, you, you hear the, you know, I need more cowbell... You're going to be wearing golden diapers by the time I'm done. And you notice he sounds a little like John Travolta there. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God he does. I swear it does. It I like, swear. You're going to be wearing golden uh, diapers. Oh, my God. But, you know. What, which it, one were you going to talk about? I was going to talk about uh, the church lady. Well, isn't oh, that special? Isn't that special? Which was, I, I thought it was very funny. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but people, ruin, people just ruin shit because I fucking hate people. <laughs> That's the problem with That's this what place. happens when you walk away, Brian. <laughs> we get, see, it, it got two people in yeah. for him, which is weird because there was one less. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we we're talking about the, the church, church lady. lady. Uh, in, well, in that special, uh, yeah, that went that everybody was saying. Yeah. Well then, about everything. Well then, you had uh, Hans and Franz. Well, going to bump your. Good bump you up, dude. Well, how about uh, going back to the seventies? We had um, two wild and crazy guys. Two wild and crazy I, guys. And then uh, the, the, well, also from that same skit, foxes. <laughs> That's right. So that was Steve Martin and Dan Aykroyd. Dean Martin. <laughs> yes, the Martin Martin Martin, as they called them. <laughs> yeah. Very famous, very yes, famous. Yes. More famous than Rowan and Martin. <laughs> Martin yeah. and Martin and special guests. Martin Which was Short. Rowan Atkinson and Dean Martin. <laughs> From- <laughs> By Rowan and Martin. <laughs> yeah, Rowan Atkinson and Martin. Short. I, I, but I, tell I, me that wouldn't be funny. <laughs> it, I would watch it. I would totally watch I, it. I don't know if it was a catchphrase, but I was. I always remember people going, "Telegram." Oh, that's Landshark. Landshark. Yeah, Landshark. Landshark. UNICEF. Telegram. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Telegram. <laughs> and from back in that same era, you had uh, uh, cheeseburger, 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 cheeseburger. The no Samurai Pepsi. <laughs> no Coke Pepsi. <laughs> Yeah, people ruin that for me too. Not you know, and I think that's the theme here. It's like yeah, I, I don't, become I don't remember that one. They outgrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Look it up. Uh, John Belushi's dressed up like a samurai. Oh, oh no, well, that wasn't samurai. That I was wasn't samurai. Say, I remember the samurai. It wasn't. No, they. He was an Eastern European deli <laughs> owner. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, I always get those two confused. <laughs> The uh, the samurai uh, did not say cheese boogie cheese boogie cheese boogie. <laughs> he could, but it wouldn't sound that way. <laughs> Don't you dare try it. I I got enough editing on this fucking program. I would I would never. <laughs> Mixing my metaphors, yeah. Oh, uh, and uh, later on, the uh, bears. The bears, the bears, the bears. Yeah, Ditka, Minnie Ditka. Now would win if if Minnie Ditka played the out of Washington Redskins. Minnie Ditka would win two hundred forty-seven to three. 
The Bulls, and then they did the Bulls, right? The, the Bulls. Yeah. The Bulls. The Bulls. <laughs> but they have a heart attack. Oh, yeah! Chris Farley. Would, Chris Farley. Would, would choke up an entire steak. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he, would, he would pull it from underneath. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Farley was fantastic. Yeah. You know, Chris Farley was kind of this polarizing figure because I know people that said, God, I fucking couldn't stand Chris Farley. And I was not one of those people because I, just, <laughs> I, I thought he was. Look at him I mean, oh my God. Speaking of him, live in the van down by the river. river. <laughs> that's true. That, that's. Don't get me started on Matt Foley. <laughs> my name is Matt Foley. <laughs> I'm an American speaker. Shakespeare. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, Farley Wit. That son of a bitch. I, I mean, get, he could make when he me did cry. the interview with Paul McCartney. Uh, oh my! You you remember that part? <laughs> you remember when we were at the airport? You got busted. Did you like that? that? <laughs> I don't really like to talk. Paul's about like, that. I don't really like to talk about that, Chris. It's like you're so stupid. <laughs> And I would just like to note that's the best Paul McCartney impersonation I've ever heard. <laughs> it's like Dick Van Dyke doing Paul McCartney. I think that's the only one I've heard. I don't really like to talk about that, Governor. <laughs> I don't really like to talk about that, Governor. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. I was going to say, you need to sweep our chimneys? <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you guys remember Beverly Hills Ninja with Chris <laughs> yeah. Farley? Yes. Vaguely. That was, do you know when they remade it, it became Kung Fu Panda? What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's been like five of those movies now, yeah. haven't there? Yeah. Yeah. You get the heavy set, commonplace ninja. Right. That gets trained. He's the chosen one. Then you've got to figure out is that Kung Fu Panda or Beverly Hills Ninja? <laughs> it's the exact same freaking story. <laughs> I did I I I have to say that is the Chris Farley movie that I looked at and said, ah, It's it, it's um, it's a Chris Farley movie. I, and I love Chris Farley. I, I mean, I, it's I, no Black Sheep. It's no Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. I mean, pretty much the same movie. And, you know, uh, Tommy Boy, I would say a, uh, a catchphrase from that one is, oh, that's going to leave a mark. <laughs> <laughs> I. It's not so much here... <laughs> was that Tommy Boy or Black Sheep? <laughs> well, they were basically the same. And that's movie. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black Sheep was uh, Tommy Boy Part Two. Only Electric politics. Boogaloo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. And it was Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Circling back to horror. <laughs> Always. 
Um, We're going to need a bigger boat. Oh, yes, Jaws. Jaws. I mean, yes. That Everybody was, knows that one. A- absolutely. And I, I, I think people still use that for Every, we're going to need a bigger this, and we're going to need a bigger that, you know. We're going to need a bigger boat. And uh, another one. Guess what we circled back to, John? What's that? Horse! <laughs> Imagine that. Horror. Are you talking about Jaws? We, oh, we, we are. We are. We're going to need a By bigger the way, boat. Once again, Thank horse. You for, yeah. Not horse. Yeah. With Jaws. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for letting me piss in your sink. I appreciate that. <laughs> That, that was later. the drinking fountain. <laughs> oh, <no>. Thank you. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> My beer's warm now. Oh, and then uh, one more horror. Um, and and, and it, what, what's great is it's a catchphrase from two different things. Here's Johnny. Here's, yes, the shinning. Yeah. Uh, the shining. <laughs> well, at least it's not the fucking family guy. It's the Simpsons instead. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Uh, yeah, I but you and I have talked before about Stanley Kubrick and how you're not the biggest Stanley Kubrick. I am Kubrick. not the biggest Stanley Kubrick fan. I, I appreciate what he does, but sometimes I think, I don't know, uh, like that one, I think my beef with that movie is the same as uh, uh, Stephen King's, is that Jack Nicholson was fucking crazy from frame one. Right. Which like there was so I, I see what you're saying. There was no metamorphosis from kind of a normal guy, sort of into his dementia where he becomes yes, that crazy. It, it wasn't like he became possessed. Right, he was already yeah because from, from the from the get go he was already kind of irritable with with the wife and the kid and he was short with him and you know the yes, whole. I mean but yeah I, I can I can see that I, I, that it really. Yeah, it, it took away from what the story was. Right. I mean, but for me, Stanley Kubrick is, I mean, just the range of movie. I mean, he made, you know, Clockwork Orange. Yes. Full Metal Jacket. Animal House. It, it, it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's well great, right? Eyes Wide like, Shut. <laughs> yeah, he did 2001 Eyes Wide Shut. 2001 Space and, Odyssey. Um, uh, Eyes Wide Shut, I... I was not a big fan of. Yeah, that was his. Probably he would admit if he were not taking a dirt nap, he would probably <laughs> admit that that was his weakest effort. But yeah, I mean, in between, I mean, you know, some of the best. I mean, it, the Clockwork Orange is just this oh. trip into Bizarro Land. I mean, it's it is one of the. I've never seen a movie quite like it. I mean, it's just so unique, and I think that's what's first turned me on to Stanley Kubrick was seeing a Clockwork Orange, and then. Probably, probably saw The Shining after that, and how just how well it was shot, just the direction of oh, it. Oh, absolutely! So good. No, I, I think The Shining's a beautiful movie. It's yeah. just, you know, I. But I, I, I understand your some quibble shit with it. That's, yeah, you know, kind of bothers me. Yeah, I, I get your quibble with it. Um, and I, I didn't like Two Thousand One Space Odyssey. And then this is not a not podcast about Stanley Kubrick. I'm just, you know, are you sure? <laughs> See, I like I. I thought the pacing in two thousand one was fucking slow. Yeah, like the first Star Trek movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Only if the first Star Trek movie felt like it was seventeen hours long. <laughs> Don't be so sure it didn't. 
But going back to catchphrases, as far as like television, you know, we yeah. we, we steered off into movies, but there were some, you know, from television that I don't know if they endure to this this point. I mean, if you think about like Dragnet with just the facts. Well, I think just know. the facts. I think I I don't know. Yeah, I think I think I I I, I think I think I. Or people still say that. Yeah, it's decades later. I mean, you don't hear yeah. a lot, but you still hear, you know. And th- and to me, that was a weird show too. I mean, I I loved I loved Dragnet. <laughs> and know? that one was what the 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 way that was with the dialogue. Yeah, was the, the fast paced, the pacing of yes. that. It was the just it was, was so hard. To, I know. I was yes. just about to say that it was like Jack Webb and that fast talking, that repertoire he had, the repertory we had with the. You know, going back and forth with with the person he's interviewing and his partner, and it's like, the, you know, it was really strange. It was. I, I'm, no, I, I mean, back in the day, I, I enjoyed it, but, <laughs> but yeah, but still, I mean, just the facts. I think that, yeah, absolutely. Because you know, Jack he, Jack Webb, what was his name in the Joe show? Friday? Joe Fr- Joe Friday. That's right. He wasn't interested in any bullshit. He didn't want to hear your bullshit. That's right. He just wants the fucking facts, you know. <laughs> so, you know, I, I appreciate that other guy. <laughs> and then uh, the, the ones uh, where he was talking to hippies, he's like, "What are you tripping on there, son?" <laughs> are you got, are you cop? You got to tell me if you're cop. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Joe Friday knows the lingo. <laughs> I believe you're tripping balls, son. <laughs> did they make that? Did they make that into a movie? Yes. Yes. With and it had um, Aykroyd again, right? Yeah. And Tom Hanks. Was it Tom Hanks? Was it yes. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Because Tom Hanks, uh, Joe Friday comes in at the end to save the day, and Tom Hanks has the line, "Thank God it's Friday." <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Tom Hanks, we're going to talk about catchphrases. Mm-hmm. We got to talk about the ones that came from Forrest Gump. Oh gosh, <laughs> Jesus! Sorry, annoying. <laughs> yes, all of them. Life is like a box of fucking chocolates. <laughs> Jenny. Jenny. That one. That one especially. The Jenny. Lieutenant Dan, you ain't got no life. It's Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> um, and that's all I got to say about yeah, that. Yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Jenny, don't get AIDS. <laughs> but Forrest, you got a bunch of money now. I love you. <laughs> oh, Jenny was a whore. <laughs> yeah. You can't romanticize that shit. She was a fucking whore. Yeah, Jenny was not a sympathetic character in that movie. Yeah. No. It was an excellent movie. Again, I'm pretty sure that was a catchphrase. Jenny's a whore. <laughs> it should have been. Yeah. I'm going to get t-shirts made up. <laughs> my favorite, I think my favorite one is, I'm not a smart man. <laughs> yeah, uh, because I can relate to that. Yeah, I, I got, got shot in the butt top. I got shot in the butt top. That's another one. So many good ones. I mean, just from one movie. You know. Shrimp scampi. Shrimp. Shrimp. Both, both shrimp, yeah. All the ways you can yes. find shrimp. <laughs> and... I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, I ruined your Black Panther party. <laughs> <laughs> Here's an. Uh, uh, speaking of doing voices like that, I'm thinking of Sling Blade. 
<laughs> how many oh, the potatoes? Yeah, thing. how many people? I know. I like the way you talk to. <laughs> Do you know what? I I gotta. I hate daters. Yeah, I can say annoying. I even saw that. Uh, uh, um, they use that on Thirty Rock. Yeah. Really, Liz Lemon. <laughs> he was. <laughs> she was doing sling blade. See, I like the big fat daters. Yeah. I, like, mm-hmm. First of all, I fucking hated that man. And a movie I fucking hate, I don't want to become. I love the movie. I, I, I really like the movie. This is Billy? I think it's probably Billy Bob Thornton that I have the more of the issue with. See, I like him. And he's he's a weird dude. And that oh, whole thing, that whole shit. thing where he he's a Bad Santa's pretty good though. You know, he's he's got the bands, the Box Masters, isn't that his band? It yeah. Is, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Teach his own, I guess. Well, I need to belch, so somebody should say stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, uh, going to the '80s, where where uh, where Scott was from. About uh, I'm Larry. This is my brother Daryl. This is my, my other brother, brother Daryl. Yep. Bob Newhart, yep. the comic genius. As much as I hate Billy Bob Thornton, I love Bob Newhart that much. Who was Don Rickles' best friend? Really? Oh God, yeah. I had no idea. They were uh, he the, the 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 two of them and their wives vacationed every year together. Really? I mean, for like thirty years they did. Wow! This. That's yeah. Oh God! Yeah. They don't strike me as being compatible as, as I, friends. I, I didn't think Don Rickles liked anybody. Actually, I've heard that Don Rickles, Rickles like was behind the facade is like a really nice a guy, super duper nice guy. Gets, he always just because he's like a, just because he's so racist, being a super. Don't alien. laugh at me, you fucking kike. <laughs> well, who wouldn't think that's funny? He, he's paraphrasing. Yeah. <laughs> Saying hockey puck. He's calling people hockey puck. He did. Did he? <laughs> hockey yes. puck. Oh yeah. That <laughs> was his thing. You hockey puck. Oh, that's great. Give him a cookie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People in, in Don Rickles' audience wanted to say, okay, I've got a decision to make. Do I want to walk out indignantly or do I want to just jump up there and beat the living piss out of him? <laughs> I saw him live once. Really? Oh my God. Is, I, it, is it good? He was fantastic. Okay. Off on a tangent. Yes. If there's one comedian, dead or alive, that you could, if, if you got tickets tomorrow and you could choose any comedian, who would it be? And he wasn't a comedian per se, but he was doing shows. It would be Mel Brooks. Mel he, Brooks. He was doing one man shows there for a while, and I, because we talked about going. Yes. My wife had actually given me permission to go out to Vegas with Scott. Yeah. So that I could see, because I am such a Mel Brooks fan, and and I was guilty then, by association. Then <laughs> it turned out. That his web page had not been updated in like two years, <laughs> <laughs> and so the dates were wrong. <laughs> that's the it best story. Slipped Mel's that's, mind. That's the best story I've ever. Like we didn't buy tickets yet. <laughs> I, I mean, that is that. That's Mel Brooks. <laughs> hey, and I'll figure it out. Who would you would you say? Ah. Uh, I would actually have to go Mitch Hedberg. Oh my god, I was going to say Mitch Hedberg. Oh, you totally was. I fucking love Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg is my all-time I, favorite comedian. I I miss him. Like women are like a stack of pancakes. You start eating them, 
and you like them. And then after a while, you're just fucking sick of them. <laughs> <laughs> he had one that's like, I uh, had an ant farm. Those fuckers didn't grow shit. <laughs> and if you pulled their arms off, they look like tiny snowmen. <laughs> or, <laughs> I think a neat trick to do would be to have them have a vending machine with magnifying glasses <laughs> over the candy bars. That way you think they're bigger than they really are. And then you put your money in. And then you get the candy bar and you're all disappointed. But by then it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one that always got me was... If I had athlete's foot, I would say, fuck, that's not my foot. <laughs> the closest thing I could have to being an athlete was drinking Gatorade. Or does that lightning bolt mean no? <laughs> or I got, a, I got a parrot that could talk. But it did not say, I am hungry. So it died. <laughs> so are, are you guys saying that people are still saying these things now? <laughs> well, you are. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's interesting that we both picked he, Mitch Edberg. I think that's because I was like, oh, this no one's going to say Mitch Edberg. It, it's, it's an obscure. He was it's so it's kind of like the. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's like the Stephen Wright thing. Yes. That's, that's exactly, I think he was funnier than Stephen Wright. Yeah, but that, he, that's exactly who he reminded me of. Yeah. It yeah. was just his delivery. And the problem. And I think. That came organically because he had such horrible stage fright, and he was probably autistic. And oh, yeah. He, yeah, but it just added it, to his act. I mean, And he loved just, drugs. Yeah, he did love drugs, He loved drugs. So, like, you know, yeah. It's a comedian thing. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, no catchphrases for Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> <You know? laughs> no, no, but, but God, I miss him. So, um, going to uh, some other random movie. How about, uh, go ahead, punk. Make me. Oh, my, oh you feel lucky, punk? Yes. Oh, Do you? Do you? Yeah, I don't feel lucky because people kept repeating that, and I felt yes. very unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so there's actually more to it. Yeah, there was a whole dialogue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah. What is it? Did you shoot five or six? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it, it's no actually, one wanted to go through the whole litany of it, it, It's a really, it's a good scene. <laughs> yeah. It is. In all this confusion, I kind of forgot myself. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to ask yourself. Yeah. <laughs> do I feel lucky? Yeah. Uh, Those Dirty Harry movies, They there was only like, what, 35 of them? <laughs> Speaking uh, of that, do you remember? I think there were four. Really? Just yeah. four? Four. Was the gauntlet one of them? No. Did you see the gauntlet? Yes. My fav- Probably my favorite Clint Eastwood movie. And that includes Gran Torino, which I loved. Gran Torino. Gran great, Torino was great, good. Great. Space Cowboys. And uh, Any Which Way But Loose, of course. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's a monkey that beats people up. Anytime you add Clint Eastwood and a monkey. <laughs> I mean, come on. Without that, we would have would we have BJ and the Bear? Oh my God, no! Oh yeah, my the seventies were full of like human monkey comedy teams, <laughs> like a buddy flick. What can made it a monkey? It was like Turner Hooch, except it was monkey and man. <laughs> the seventies. Wait a minute, was the gauntlet? The gauntlet might have been a Dirty Harry, but gauntlet had just had that end that ending where he was in that bus and he was driving that bus through all these 
down that town square, they were all trying to shoot him, and it was just this visceral scene. I just loved it. I remember seeing it when I was like nine or ten years old, and it was like, wow, what a great, what a great movie. Um, and then like, because we had the first one, which I had read that. Uh, uh, in Dirty Harry, the guy that played the kidnapper, mm-hmm. had a hell of a time getting work after that. Really, nobody wanted to fucking hire him because everybody hated it. They hated the character so much. Yeah, I mean, that's saying so. I mean, he he did a hell of a performance. Yeah, yeah. How about um, how about the Godfather? Uh, Marlon Brando make him an offer you can't make, refuse. Yeah, maybe an offer I can't refuse. Leave that the gun. Endured. Leave the gun. Get the cannoli. <laughs> yeah. And evidently that yeah. line was they threw it in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It was an ad lib. Hey, going back to the gauntlet, did yeah. we know that Clint Eastwood directed it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that, but So I that know. means Sandra, Sandra Locke was in it too. Yeah, oh <laughs> Story Sandra, Sandra Locke, yes. Man, yeah. I had such a little crush on oh man, Sandra Locke was a little hottie. Couldn't act that well. Didn't, and, didn't matter. I mean, and Clint put her in every. Yeah, it was like it was like Yoko Ono. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I remember saying, I kind of remember Sandra Locke in the Gauntlet. Yeah, I'm guessing it wasn't actually considered a Dirty Harry movie. Okay, I'm not. It was yeah. released afterwards. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't know he directed that one too. Yeah, it's a good movie, but yeah, the whole Dirty Harry. When you think of Dirty Harry and catchphrases, you gotta think of, you know, go ahead, make my day. Oh, absolutely. And you sound a little bit like Reagan there. <laughs> make my day, Will. Will? Mommy, Will. are you? Will. You gonna make my day? You gonna make my fucking day? Well, how about um, from Deliverance? Squeal like a pig. Squeal like yeah, yeah. I, I don't know that that's a catchphrase. Oh, Maybe shit. I Maybe. say it all the time. Maybe in Alabama. <laughs> well, a family reunion. Yeah. It's part of the pledge, I think. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, um, another one that just popped in my head when I looked at my notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was reminded by my computer. <laughs> about, frankly, my dear, I don't oh, give a damn. Oh, Gone with the Wind, that's perfect. Yeah. I don't give a damn. Yeah, except he didn't sound like Clint Eastwood. <laughs> frankly, well, my dear, I don't give a I damn. I don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> Were there any other ones on that? Um, in Gone with the Wind? In Gone with the Wind? Um... Not that I not that I can recall. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the movie's like eighteen hours long. It is very. It's yeah. It's it's like six, five or six hours long. It's like the Lord of the Rings. My favorite version of that movie is by Carol Burnett. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) Carol Burnett did. What you got, John? You want to go back to TV? Yes. (laughs) Okay. How about Hawaii Five O? Book Book him, Dano. Oh hell yes. (laughs) And the the. Derivative of that, fuck him, Dano. <laughs> but that might have been a different movie. I thought uh, it might have been. <laughs> you you were doing the wrong research. <laughs> yeah, Mike. <laughs> we'll be editing. This. Mike, go on, go on, go. <laughs> I think you looked up Hawaii Five. Oh my. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, before we go any further, I, 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 I'm sure I'm speaking for the other guys here, and if I'm not, I should be. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, I don't want to think. I don't want anybody to think that because we are uh, focusing on 20th century pop culture that we are saying that uh, movies and TV now suck. That and that that couldn't be further from the truth. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I think television now is some of the best quality that it's ever been. Right, thank you, cable and streaming service. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I enter Martin Short. (laughs) I'm just to take three I'm, I'm having deja vu. I I don't know why. I'm I'm not saying that that we rehearse this <laughs> it's, it's, it's not rehearsed it's just a framework <laughs> it's a reboot <laughs> yeah but but yeah I mean uh, you know shows like Breaking Bad Better Call Saul um, right and um, even wi- shows that aren't related to the Wire uh, I mean did you say the Wire the Wire <laughs> I will never stop never mind <laughs> I will never stop talking about Breaking Bad and the Wire <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, I I I think the the thing is uh, that we're trying to uh, put across is that pop culturally, it's not as it doesn't have the effect on. What am I trying I to? I think what I think the issue is there's there's so many options now. I mean, yes, back back in the day, you had you had the three networks and whatever miserable ass UHF station you had locally right? yes you had you had and, NBC, and, ABC CBS and then you had channel 46 and, and up until um, late 80s that UHF option was not another network like Fox right it wasn't like it a was, CW or anything right. like that it, it was, was just it was like this this locally Sourced. It was it thing, was, and it was a free for all. It, it was SCTV. It, it, it was local local <laughs> college football. So and it was Bugs Pub Bunny. <laughs> yes. but not the good Bugs Bunny. Yeah, right. The stuff that went into public domain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, but then even later, I mean, when you talk about the the advent of you know the prevalence of cable, you really only had you know you had six or seven good additional options. Yes. You, know, you had TNT, you had TBS, you know, not, not not counting HBO and Showtime, the movie channels, which were basically just regurgitating, not creating original content like right. they are now. They were just showing, you know, five-year-old movies. Right. They're showing were... Cujo. Yes. That, you know, <laughs> in 1988 when it came out in 1984. Right. Yeah, so. But yeah, but now, I mean, you think about, you know, you can turn on your television, even if you have a basic cable or satellite package. You've got two hundred options. I mean, just Turner Classic Movies, which is on most systems, is just right. Unbelievable wealth of entertainment. You know, from a long time ago up until fairly recently. I mean, it's just it's all available now so easily, and it wasn't back then. No, and that's why you know the stuff from the twentieth century. It it made ginormous cultural impacts. Uh, it 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 changed the things that we said. It changed. <clears throat> I mean, 
you know, get into music and different things. It changed the way we dressed. It changed right. our hairstyles. It changed <clears throat> everything about our culture. Right. It, it, it was there long enough to plant the seeds of it. Yeah. Yeah. To, exactly. Because you didn't have, you weren't bombarded by it all. Right. Like yeah, yeah. You've got so much input now. It, it, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You you were limited. But yeah, so, so that's that. That was my disclaimer. I, did, I don't want anybody to think that <clears throat> we don't like the stuff that's going on now, except for network television, because all it is 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 right. It re, and uh, it's, it's reality television, which, as we all know at this point, it's it's you, cheaper to make, and that's why you, they do it. And it's not even reality. You get, yeah, you can don't like the mass singer. <laughs> And, but uh, Rudy just, Giuliani was just on it. Uh, wait a minute. As the, yeah, uh, was. as the de facto producer here, I'd like to point out to John that they cannot see air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> Note taken. <laughs> I tend to gesticulate when I talk. <laughs> and that's not naughty. It's just something I do. What, what, you testiculate? <laughs> Is that what's going on? Is that why your pants are off again? <laughs> so, <laughs> back to the uh, back to the um, program. <laughs> back to the, what we were talking about. Yeah. Um, now there were some some. Uh, it, it, and, and we were just uh, on a quick break, and I was trying to write down some sci-fi shows, and I swear to God, I. We already talked about Star Trek, which was very important. Um, Lost in Space. Yeah, I mean, Lost in Space. Actually, I think Lost in Space probably became came along before Star Trek, right? I mean, Lost in Space yeah, was yes. probably early sixties. Yeah, well, it I'm was sixty four. Uh, I be- no, I believe like sixty five. Okay, sixty six. Um, it was only on for three years, I think. Right. But uh, right, like a lot of these, lot of a lot of these iconic shows were only on a couple. You think of Gilligan's Island was only on two or three seasons. Batman, Batman was only three, on seasons. three seasons. Right, Star Trek, the original Star Trek. Yeah. Speaking of that, was only on three seasons. They were what? Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! I mean, I mean, you you want to talk about iconic, right? Holy I mean, crap, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Catchphrase. <laughs> Holy shnikey! Only three and have that impact? Yep. Yeah. Yep, and it didn't have the that impact at the time. That's what's funny. It was sort of like posthumously, after it got canceled for a few years, it became this cult classic, and then it spun off into all these... The well, and then, and, uh, it, you know, as we uh, the shows went off the air, they went into syndication, and yes. they started playing right after school. Exactly, yep. So yes. you watched them, yeah. Gilligan's Island. Yeah, there's yes. one in particular that was on right after school. Because uh, we had Gilligan's Island, yep. then we had it went to the Monkeys. Yes, that's right. That was another one that was then in it syndication. went to Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah, the Monkeys in syndication was yeah that was a big thing. It was like Gilligan's Island, the Monkeys, and it all happened like between three thirty and five. Around that, well, because the all the soap operas went off at two o'clock. Right, I gotta watch my stories. Leave me alone while my stories are on. Your aunt Gladys, mom, that's all my children. 
<laughs> I remember that. General Hospital. Remember my stories alone. Bo and Luke. Oh, that was Dukes of Hazard. Sorry, that's not a, a soap opera. <laughs> it would have been better. Yeah. Oh, especially if it was filmed that way. But, uh, but, yeah. but you know, we were talking about uh, Lost in Space here for a, a moment. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we lost a moment. Yeah. Well, if, you're, if you're talking strictly sci-fi, it kind of went... There was kind of a gap in this. There weren't really in a lot of sci-fi shows in the seventies. I recall it kind of had its renaissance in the eighties when you had Buck Rogers in the twenty-first century, Battlestar Galactica, Battlestar Galactica. You know, and then later on in the nineties, you had Babylon Five and Stargate SG One and all those things. So, but in the, but you know, going back back that gap between Star Trek and Lost in Space, and then going forward. It seems like the focus was more on sitcoms and game shows rather than. Oh yeah, and there's a just a shit ton from from the sitcoms, like different strokes. Right. Yeah. What do you, what got? you talk about with us? Yeah, and that's another one. You still freaking. There is a there. Somebody this duo made a folk version. They put that to words in a folk setting. Like the what you talking about, Willis? It's really? actually very funny. If you can look that up on YouTube, <laughs> strange but funny. You know, and uh, um, then we had Get Smart. Yes, that's right. Would you believe? <laughs> Fill in the blank. Or uh, what was what was the, what was the other one? Uh, missed, missed it by, by that much. much. That's right. <laughs> People yeah. will still use. I still hear that one. Oh, that that one was. You know. And it seems like the ones from TV don't grind themselves into being as annoying as the ones from the movie. I agree. You know? And for whatever reason that might be. Maybe maybe the it's ones, just because there's so much distance and time between... The ones from movies become a fucking monster. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Horrible, foul-smelling monster. I agree. <laughs> um... On like okay, happy days, right? We had sit on it, right? Yeah, sit on it. You had a <laughs> the, the monosyllabic catchphrase a, <laughs> and of course that goes with the the thumbs up. The, again, they can't see your thumbs up, right? I get that. <laughs> that's why I said. <laughs> And that's where um, jumping the shirt came from. Uh, yeah, it is. That has <laughs> a completely yeah, thing, right? Literally jump, 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 jump a shark. 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 <laughs> While he wore his leather jacket. <laughs> speaking of speaking of Henry Winkler, have has any of you seen Night Shift? Oh, one of my favorite movies. I've, of I've all it's time. a I've I saw it once. I was I thought it was outstanding. I the, love that movie. It was better than anything he ever did on Happy Days. I'm, you know, as much <laughs> as that was an iconic sitcom. Okay, now have you seen the show Barry? No, I no, I've not seen that. Holy <laughs> shit! Is he in that? He is. Is he? He's an acting teacher. Oh. <laughs> that, I that can't yeah, get a job. I just He's I, really <laughs> terrible at acting. I, I just want to go on record as saying I absolutely love Henry Winkler. I would oh watch God. anything. He, he, he and there are two people I would watch in just about anything. And don't judge, Henry Winkler, Johnny Depp. 
Johnny Depp. I smell some- buddy comedy. <laughs> 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 Jack Sparrow and the Franz. <laughs> Jack Sparrow and the Franz, man. <laughs> the Pirates of Milwaukee. <laughs> That's like the Lords of Flatbush, except it's the Pirates of Milwaukee. <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't believe you brought up Lords of Flatbush. Yeah. <laughs> That was made just before the the Happy Days thing, but came out right after the Happy Days thing oh, really? started. So yeah, there was this huge fifties thing that happened. In yeah, the it was. Uh, yeah, it was this whole cultural revival of yes, all things fifties in the seventies. Uh, freaking uh, Rock Around the Clock was on the top ten. <laughs> yeah, twenty two years after it yeah. was released as a single, right. And yeah. um, how about Andy Griffith? Now, uh, uh, the only one I can think of from Andy Griffith is Nip It in, in the, the Mud. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a great one. That's That show had a lot of layers. I mean, it really did. It, it seemed like this simple you know, sitcom for redneck idiots, and it might have been, but it it had a lot of subtle comedy for me. And, you know, the whole... Ernest T. Bass thing where he was going back to <laughs> elementary school. <laughs> Ernest T. was fantastic. And and Barney have, having to keep the bullet, not bullets, <laughs> bullets for his gun in his shirt pocket. <laughs> yeah. So when he had to encounter danger, he had to fumble around in his... <laughs> it's just outstanding writing. And, oh, it, and it, of course, Don Knotts is the perfect person to... to, to Pull that off. Freaking done. <laughs> Mr. Furley. <laughs> One of my favorite moments in the Andy Griffith show was there was, I don't know, there was some sort of big thing and they needed extra deputies. So, <laughs> Floyd the Barber <laughs> and, and Otis were going Otis to be uh, extra deputies. <laughs> And uh, evidently, I, I think uh, Floyd some, said something out of line or didn't have his uh, shoes polished or something. <laughs> and I'll never forget Barney going over to Floyd, getting in his face and saying, What's your badge number? <laughs> and Floyd looking down and going, Two. <laughs> I, I damn near pissed myself the first time I saw that. <laughs> so good, and, and you know, and speaking of the homespun stuff, now it was, um, I think it was only on network for one or two seasons, but it went on syndicated for probably 20. Hee haw! <laughs> oh, oh, yes, the staple of my childhood, what? seven Holy o'clock shit. on Saturday night, every from the age of three till probably 16. Oh my God! Yeah, he haul, gloom, despair, and, and agony, agony on me. Deep <laughs> down depression, <laughs> excessive misery. If it weren't for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. Despair and agony on me. And then they'd have some absurd story about how bad shit was, and then yes. go back into <laughs> or and I, picking and a grinning. I'm a picking and I'm a grinning. <laughs> And there would be some corny joke in there. 
<laughs> hey, Grandpa, what's, what's for, for supper? supper? <laughs> yum, yum. Uh, and, um... Where, where are you tonight? Why did you leave me here all alone? I searched the world over and thought I found true love. You met another and you were gone. Scott is apparently... Scott is Googling all of this now. Sorry, sorry. I'm doing, I'm doing a little bit of research. Scott's looking up baseball scores. <laughs> Turns out baseball wins. <laughs> Understood. Go sports. But holy shit! I, I mean I, that that series. So how, empty how Arms long, Hotel. Remember that? How many seasons was it on for? I, I would say like twenty. I would say four. I'm gonna say twenty two. Twenty three. What? I missed by one. I missed by one. How you missed it? it by eighteen. You bitch. <laughs> how is that on for twenty three? I did, yes. Now, actually, this is saying 26. 26? Number, number of episodes, 655. <laughs> Holy! That explains the syndication part. <laughs> well, uh, like I said, it was only on network for like two years. Yeah. And then it became, uh, it, it was a syndicated Holy standard. Man. Yeah, it from 1969 to 1997. Holy, it was on in the 90s? I had no idea. No, I had no idea on that. <laughs> but I, I believe. That's IMDb. I, I want to think that I... Because my parents loved that show. Mm-hmm. So I want to think, uh, I remember seeing Garth Brooks on there when I was visiting what? mom. Yeah. That's bizarre. Okay, I'm yeah. going to... Crossing the generations, right? Yeah. He all goes into Garth Brooks. Wow. But I always wonder how... 1994. Wow, 1994 what? When Garth Brooks was on there. See, I told you. I knew he was on there. Wow. Yeah. It was his first TV appearance. Wow. That's pretty good. That's good stuff. I always wonder how they got legitimate country musicians like Buck Owens and Roy Clark to do that. Because it's just this parody of... I mean, they were. it's like they were almost making fun of rural America. And that was back in a time where there were... There was a little house in the prairie was on. The Waltons was on. You know, Mayberry RFD. I mean, there was all these... Maybe they didn't you know, know they're being made fun of. Yeah, that's entirely possible. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm thinking that. Oh God, there's so many things I can say. <laughs> You're the producer. You can say that. You're the de facto producer. In, in my defense, I had my beer covered in microphone so nobody can hear me. <laughs> so it doesn't count. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, it's amazing. Uh, uh, he haul had a huge impact. There were fucking uh, he haul lunchboxes. <laughs> Don't get me started on the lunchboxes. Six million dollar man. Does that sounds like Caddyshack? Just the same sound. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I never claimed to be Michael Winslow. <laughs> he was at the Taft not too long ago. Did you? Re- he was like last week. He Michael was also, Winslow. He was yes. Michael Winslow. He he My- auditioned for America's Got Talent. Yeah, he has talent. Oh, sure that's why. right. I I I saw. Yeah, that was and- sad. <laughs> but he he was at the he was at the but, Taft and he was or is it Ludlow? No, it was Ludlow Garage, and he was billed as 
the man of 10,000 voices. <laughs> no, 10,000 sounds. I was going to say 10,000 voices. That's uh, That would be Mel Blanc, right? <laughs> Now Mel, now Mel, Mel Blanc, <laughs> Mel Blanc, not Mel Blanc. But I, I made him oh, French. Oh, don't you see? I should, I should tell you that because I'm his name is Pierre. It's Blanc. It's right. It's John Pierre. I'm, I'm French. It's, it's right. I'm French. Hey, what are you going to say about it, mate? Uh, are you French or Australian? Neither. Neither. Seriously, I did have a DNA test. I, I did my little... It came 20, back negative? 23. <laughs> you just wanted yes, to... Yes, protoplasm, <laughs> basically. Right. But uh, it was basically an excuse to come in an envelope. <laughs> <laughs> did you... Wait, we're not allowed did to you get that? How did you get in my house? <laughs> well, it's not what you think. It's science. <laughs> Yeah, so it, yeah, so it, turns out, envelopes. it turns out I'm 65% asshole. <laughs> I would have thought iron. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, anyway, do we have any catchphrases? <laughs> I don't want to catch anything. <laughs> uh, well, well uh, how about Sanford and Son? <laughs> what you talking about, Elizabeth? <laughs> That's not it. You big dummy. You big dummy. Elizabeth, just the big one. <laughs> I love Lucy. Yes, Lucy. Oh, Ricky. Yeah. Lucy, you got some explaining to do. <laughs> so I understand they had a crappy marriage? Is that? Yeah. You know, and there for a long time, it would, everybody blamed it all on, on, on uh, Lucy. <laughs> Drugs. She's the she's the woman after all, and it is the fifties. <laughs> on, on Desi Arnaz for being a, but evidently she had a lot of really long going on affairs. Over really, Yo, really, yeah. yeah. Really? She Mr. Mooney. I'm sure. <laughs> Mr. Gail Gordon. Gail Gordon. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Mr. Mooney. <laughs> Lucy. <laughs> Lucy. You got some Spain to do. Fish down ass up, Lucy. <laughs> That's the way we lay. That's the way we do in Cuba, Lucy. I'm uh, editing that out. You know, um, I, I gotta wonder if anyone can tell the difference in our show from the first beard. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens in post post production, <laughs> Mr. Producer. <laughs> it's amazing to me. How many catchphrases started? I mean, the movies you can see, movies are long-standing. Right. But how many catchphrases that people still use that were on television Right, that 60, they don't, and they're, they're probably not ago. even aware of the origin. Of Absolutely. The, you know. I, you know, uh, how many people do you... Because uh, you still hear people saying, To the moon, Alice! Yeah. <laughs> Right. And they've probably never seen a Honeymooners yeah. episode. They probably don't know that that came, right, came from the Honeymooners. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't NASA. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was their slogan. That's why. <laughs> That's why it was on all the back of their jackets. <laughs> moon Alice, yes. <laughs> That's why I didn't graduate high school. God, it should have been. <laughs> 
what else you got, John? <laughs> Way to throw it back to me. How about... Oh, here's one from my childhood that I always loved. Because I loved this show. I would run home from the laundromat every day. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Babysitters, did you have? Hey, Shat, may I wash your shat? It's a long story, Governor. <laughs> you want me to scrap your shoes, do ya? Why wash your linens? I bet in minus rock. I don't actually have a quarter for the machine. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm out of bleach. <laughs> Do you want hot or cold? I can come in an envelope. <laughs> I've named my socks envelope. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. He's he was at laundromat orphanage. Was, I'm not sure. I was I was gonna talk about the 18, but fuck you guys. <laughs> God, I love it when the plan comes together. <laughs> so, uh, what? what uh, now, uh, I didn't actually. I didn't get to see the the A team. What do you mean? Like you were deprived of the opportunity uh, to no. watch the A team? It was, it, was, it was a choice. Did you cease to exist for it, like eight years? It, it was a choice. <laughs> we okay. don't watch the A team here. I made it sound like I was deprived, but I didn't watch it. So there was an old guy, a couple of white guys, and a black guy with a mohawk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Who Mr. T is. And they rode around in a helicopter and or a jeep. It, it was a van. It was a van. That's right. It was a MacGyver like a, had a Jeep. That's right. I, I'm mixing my uh, your uh, 80s white, TV, my, my 80s TV, right? Which I I consumed a large amount of MacGyver as well. You know, so but yeah. The produced 18, by Henry Winkler. What was MacGyver? Was it executive producer? Yes. Cool. It, See, it, it just raises his esteem even more. Not that he fucking cares, but... <laughs> you know, he sleeps better at night knowing he's a real by you. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I, I would, I would too. But yeah, so... Yeah, Scott already mentioned the catchphrase from the, from the 18. I love it when a plan comes together, and apparently it's at my expense. Is that the only thing that like, comes together? I, I love it when two men come together. <laughs> In an envelope. <laughs> okay, now, uh, the one thing we haven't touched on so far is animated stuff. How about uh, uh, we start with The Simpsons? I mean, you've got Don't Have a Cow. Eat My Shorts. Oh, shit. Those, the, both of those were on T-shirts. Yes. Yeah. Do the Bartman. T-shirts, I mean, commercials, was, video games, you name there it. There was a Simpsons album it's with the song, Do the Bartman. <laughs> was, well, wasn't that written by Michael Jackson? Uh, I know. <laughs> he was, was it? Yes. He was in an episode. No, I he think... was not. He was... He, he that was not his voice. What? No. Yeah, it was it, a, well, it was pseudonymed. But it was his voice. Because he 
what was it like a mental good it was when yeah when he did happy birthday right, right, Lisa. Right. <laughs> but it really was him but it was pseudonymed with another name yeah it, it was he didn't want his name on it but I it, it actually way around, but maybe, no, yeah. it really it did not say Michael Jackson. It really was Michael Jackson, though. It did sound a lot like Michael. Jackson. It, was, it a, was. It yeah. was a big white guy in a mental, in, mental right. institution. <laughs> I'm speaking in cursive. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What? What, uh, what other kind of? Uh... Yeah, it seemed like Bart had most of them. Right? Yeah, he did. I mean, you had the Homer. Don't. Don't. Oh, that that lives on, indeed. <laughs> oh, and that never gets old. Uh, not, I, I think that was like added to the that dictionary. That was that was ad lib, and that was ad libbed by yes, uh, um, Dan, Dan Castellaneta. Yeah. yeah, so because that was based on an earlier character. Was it? it? I don't. Without looking it up, I don't remember what it was. But it was it was a reference from characters past. Yeah, I think Dan Castellaneta was like a genius as far as. You know, like he he did so much ad libbing in that room. Oh God, know, yeah! <laughs> like, take me out to the ball game. <laughs> take me out to, to the ball. ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite fucking things he ever did. <laughs> <laughs> so good, honey. <laughs> See, I always remember like. I am so smart. S M A R T. I mean, I am so smart. <laughs> <laughs> what other uh, what other animated uh, stuff we got? Uh, what else is there? Oh, there is a lot that people would actually. How about what's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? Was a very oh, yeah. now, that's that all, was, folks. Right. That, I think Suffer and suck a dash. I think yeah. Exit that stage was, left, even. <laughs> I think, what was the second one you said? I Not t- What's Up, Doc. Oh, that's, uh, that's all, all folks. That's All Folks has endured a little bit more than I think What's Up, Doc. But uh, Probably. That was the catchphrase, though, was What's Up, Doc. Yeah. And I always found Bugs Bunny annoying, as an aside. I, I love Bugs Bunny. I, I was a huge Bugs Bunny. Everything that they did, I fucking loved. I was a huge fan. Yeah, I mean, I... I I enjoyed the animation. I because I, obviously I grew up watching it. So, but I just never got over the fact that Bugs Bunny would never get what was coming to him. He's like a smug little smug. No one ever seemed to get one over on him. It's because he was like cross dressing as a female. Like... Yeah, he did all kinds of stupid wacky shit. That well, you know, this is better than Tom and Jerry. That fucking shit sucked. And to a certain extent, I I wasn't a big fan of. There the... are no no catchphrases from Tom and Jerry. of course, I bring up Tom and Jerry in a podcast about catchphrases, and they never spoke. There, there's no words in the Tom and Jerry, it, except Thomas. Thomas. <laughs> yeah, you had that, or when he was a cowboy. When Tom was dressed as a cowboy, which uh, he he was trying to get with a female cat. Now he, I do remember, and he now played I the do record, re- which was that I don't remember. 
issue is. Oh, issue is you ain't my baby. baby. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what it was. Well, here's now, one. You may have peanuts. Oh, Brown. good grief. Good grief. Yes. I fucking hate the peanuts. Oh, I, 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 I can take or leave the peanuts. I, I fucking hate the peanuts. <laughs> Uh, I, I okay. I will say that. Peppermint uh, Patty was annoying. I will say that I liked the Halloween one and I liked the, the Christmas one. Patch thing. Yeah, I, I like both of them. I like the one where they all went to camp and they were raging down the river. Oh yeah. Them. Race for your it, life. Race for your yeah. life, Charlie Brown. Is, is there an episode where they all die? Because that'd be cool with that one. <laughs> Sorry, this is your dead Charlie Let's Brown. Put it on record that Scott does Scott not does like not Charlie I Brown. I fucking hate Charlie but Brown. But you understand it was a comic strip, so the comic it, strip it, was it, a lot. Yeah, better. I mean, I I respect the thing of Charlie Brown, but I fucking hate Charlie Brown. Much like I hate like the animation of the claymation Rudolph. That whole story. Of How do you not like the claymation of that? That <laughs> that, like that was fucking like groundbreaking <laughs> that, claymation. Oh, I'm sorry. The story of we hate you until we need you. Oh no, I'm not talking about. <laughs> I'm not talking about. The, no, Santa was a dick, <laughs> but the claymation was fucking good. Oh, the claymation was good, but the story behind it was fuck, fuck off, them. <laughs> that was the story. Oh, you're different than everybody else. Oh, son of a bitch, we need you. Yeah. <laughs> I love you now. You're I think different. You make a good point. I mean, it's, it's, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, that, that'll always suck out to me, too. It's like, I Santa, mean, we need him. <sighs> okay. Rudolph, <laughs> with your nose so bright, you're pretty sweet. And it's not like Santa's like happy. Right. When, oh. he, has to, when he realizes he needed Rudolph. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what else we got? <laughs> Santa Claus, you're a tool, just now, in case you're listening. See, I, I tell you, I love the Land of Misfit toys. Yeah. Except for the fact that they throw the owl out that has no wings. They throw him out of the sled. Well, yeah. That's He's got no have. wings. <laughs> Look it up. Well, to me, you know, the the gun that squirted jelly, I'm like, why don't you put something in it that right, besides that's not, jelly, that's you not dumb jelly. fuck? Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's user error. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I could totally use a gun that squirts jelly. <laughs> I've got a knife that has peanut butter on it. I need a gun that has jelly. But, I mean, I think there's a shit ton in, in cartoons. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, in the Charlie Brown thing, it, like we see, it was it was more of a comic strip than a than an animation thing. Right. It was kind of came was born from the strip, but I think the the um, the animation is what people remember from the Peanuts more so than the comic strip. Right. You know, but the it, other than Good Grief, I mean, but you also have like a. Yeah, right. Now that has that has lived on exactly, and I think that was genius to come up with that. Yeah, because you know the parents is just noise, right? Yeah, and it was just some dude on one trombone with a plunger, right? Yeah. Can we use that as useless, useless and annoying? Oh, I got it. 
I want to listen to Chicago right now. I could see, I could see this guy that has the gig of the the trombone player on the Charlie Brown animated, right? Yeah. He's like, wah, wah, wah. It's like, no, I need you to do that again. Wah, wah, wah. It's like, this fucking gig, I hate this gig. I better be getting union scale for this. <laughs> I want you to channel the parent. <laughs> <laughs> it's a kind of a dark turn. <laughs> it did. It did. Yeah, because you can do things with animation that you can't do in real life. Well, I, I mean, I that's know. the whole charm of animation, yeah. you know. I, now I'm just thinking of Tex Avery. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> My God. I, I have every Tex Avery cartoon there ever was. It, it, and... You know, it's not even a catchphrase, but I still quote it. It's moo moo ba ba moo 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 ba. Sheepy darn fool. <laughs> like I, it doesn't even come up in daily conversation. But Woody Woodpecker, Walter Lance. Yeah, yeah. Well, Walter, yeah, I, I, right? I'd see. I'm, I'm, I'm a freak. Chili Willy. That was all. Oh, that was also Willy Walter Lance. Yeah. Yeah, Walter Lance, right? Yeah. I love um, all that stuff. When I was, you know, Flintstones and the Jetsons were always good with me. I, you know. Hanna-Barbera. Yeah, Hanna-Barbera was so good. Yeah, I mean, it was just so much good stuff. Now there's, you know, and then, you know, we can go on about Saturday morning stuff, and we probably should on another episode. Oh, uh, we will. You know, and we And will. we will. We will. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, but, yeah, fertile ground for uh, discussion and ridicule. <laughs> so you guys think that's uh, that's it to, for this, to yeah. this episode? I, I think that's I a think wrap. That's all my brain can handle for right now, oh, which yeah. isn't saying much. You guys are quitters. <laughs> <laughs> so until the next time, I want to thank everybody for hanging out with us, for listening to us, and we hope to talk to you all again soon. And. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at sugarfrostedculture at gmail.com. We hope to hear from you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Those sound really good. I'm recording.